Good morning, good morning. If we've not had the chance to meet, my name is Chris, and I'm one of the pastors here at Horizon Church. And I have to admit that I love Christmas. I love this time of year. I'm a bit of a, a Christmas sap. Um, and there is one other person uh, in, in our family that probably rises to that same level uh, of joy around Christmas, and it's our son David. Uh, he was, I think, uh, born for enjoying Christmas. He was born the, right after the day, of, the day of Christmas. He's on December 26th. The kid like just loves Christmas lights. Um, I think his, I, I'll be curious to see this year. Uh, we woke up on Black Friday about 5 a.m., and he literally ran into our room and had the same joy of Christmas morning and was like, today's the day we get to get our Christmas tree. Get up, get up, get up, and ran through the house. And by 5.15, the entire house was up. Um, even though the Christmas, lot tree, or Christmas tree lots were not yet open, David was ready to go. Um, he, he was dressed for the day. That was last Friday. Uh, he had his Christmas shirt on, his, his uh, Christmas light necklace, and he was ready to rock and roll to get a Christmas tree bright and early when Home Depot opened. Um, I absolutely love uh, Christmas movies. I've shared the joy of Christmas movies with David. His favorite one might be Home Alone, and he may have uh, started reciting lines yesterday while we were eating cheese pizza uh, about his, his need for his own cheese pizza. Um, I love a good glass of eggnog just as much as uh, the next person in a, in a uh, reindeer antler mug, right? And. There's so much to joy to bring to the Christmas story each year. Uh, this season, uh, we're doing a series called The Dark Streets Shineth. And each week, we're looking at a different character in the Christmas story. Last week, we looked at that early of Elizabeth and Zechariah bringing John the Baptist into the world, seemingly a hopeless situation where hope sprung up on that dark street of their own disappointments. And today we're going to be looking at the story of Joseph. Joseph, uh, we know a little bit about him if you've ever read the Christmas story, right? You know that he was a carpenter, a young man. He was engaged to be married to Mary. And so we're going to be reading here from Matthew's Gospel today. Uh, we're going to be in chapter 1, starting at the 18th verse. So you can uh, join me there. If you've got your Bible with you, feel free to open up. Uh, the Bible app, uh, I know you're, you're not texting right now, or you're, only, you're texting someone. You should have come to church today, right? So we'll be uh, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. It says, This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. So a little background here in this story. So when someone was engaged in this time, that, that engagement, they actually became legally bound. Uh, we, we often think of um, today that the engagement period is just kind of testing it out, but then like the actual marriage and becoming legally bound like happens at the same time on the wedding day. Uh, but in this time, they were legally bound once they did become engaged at this point. The wedding hadn't happened. They would still have lived apart, um, but they were, they were legally bound at this point when they were um, engaged here. And so at this point, you have to begin to imagine Joseph. He has all these plans of how things are going to work. 
he had to begin to imagine, you know, his wedding day, what life would be like as a married man of maybe one day having a family with Mary. And all these things quickly begin to change for Joseph. They quickly begin to change for Joseph. He had all these plans of spending a life together, but then something happened. Something happened that absolutely blew up Joseph's plan. And it absolutely fell apart, right? It fell apart because what had happened. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Joseph's plans in this moment fell apart. They blew up. They were gone. They were dashed. And I'm sure Joseph was hurt. He was grieving the loss of that future he had dreamed of. It wasn't what he expected. He probably was a little angry. He was disappointed. Everything Joseph was dreaming about was changed in that moment when he heard this news. Disrupted plans lead to disappointment, right? Have you ever had a plan that you've dreamed about for a long time fall apart, be disrupted? (laughs) I think most of us can answer yes. And uh, if I'm being completely honest in this moment, I mean, Eric and I, we've been living in this. I mean, we never imagined at this point we'd still be in this exact circumstance. Uh, When we bought this property back in in May, you know, we, we had big dreams of Labor Day. I think we've gone through now pretty much every holiday of 2022. Labor Day, <laughs> Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve. And as we begin to imagine, you know, it's, it, you know things might still not be done till after the new year. Hopefully Valentine's Day, right? Like there still might be some, some punch list items on that list. Um, I'm beginning to imagine, wow, my plans have been completely disrupted, right? And then you flood in with, the, with emotions. It's that, that flood of emotions, the, the things I've already said, grief, anger, disappointment, frustration. We're filled with these every time our plans are disrupted. Things didn't go exactly how we imagined. And as we head into Christmas, I'm sure many of you are making Christmas plans, right? Maybe this is going to be the Christmas that you're getting the family all back together. Like you're imagining the full table Everyone's going to be sitting around. Maybe you've taken a few years off, and it's, you're finally going to see everyone once again. You're making those travel plans, or people are coming here to see you. And then you start to get those calls of like, hey, we're not going to make it, or the flight's delayed, or maybe it's canceled, and you get disappointed. Or maybe they actually do all show up, and they all start talking politics. And Christmas doesn't go as you planned, right? We have those moments where we're disappointed in those ways. Or maybe you've been dreaming about that relationship. You've been wanting to get married just like Joseph. And it's not going exactly like you planned. You've wanted a child of your own, and it's not going like you planned. Or you're at that point in your life, and you are expecting that promotion, that next step in your job, and someone else gets it. Or maybe you are in retirement now, and your health isn't exactly where you imagined it being in retirement. Our plans 
oftentimes face disappointments along the way and we get devastated. But the question I think before Joseph was, even in the face of this disappointment, what are you gonna do about your disappointment? Because we will all face disappointment along the way, but how will we deal with it? What are we gonna do in the middle of our own disappointment? What are we gonna do with it? And so Joseph found that, that Mary was pregnant. But here in verse 19, it says, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet he did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. How did Joseph respond to this situation? He was going to do what was right. He was going to do it privately. He was going to do it quietly in a way that wouldn't disgrace her. He wanted to do what was right. And I'll have to say that Joseph didn't act like I would have probably acted in that situation because I would have immediately gone to irrational mode, right? Full of anger, rage, disappointment, frustration, and I would have taken it all out on Mary, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then when we admit, we want to, we admit to ourselves that we probably act irrational more often than not. When we realize that that crazy uncle that's coming to the Christmas dinner, there's a little bit of that crazy uncle in each one of us, actually, and we act like that. But that's not what Joseph does in this story. Joseph was rational and was still going to do what was right in the face of disappointment. Because when we get hurt, when our plans don't go the way we want, we want everyone to be just as angry as us, right? Like, Gosh, I just went through the Chick-fil-A line, Erica, and they didn't get my order right. I don't have my peppermint milkshake. I am angry. We are never going to Chick-fil-A. And I want her to say, yes, absolutely, right? I want everyone to feel just like I did in that moment. We want the world to know that we're disappointed. But Joseph stays calm, and he does what is right. Joseph does what's right. He doesn't want to disappoint her. He doesn't want to disgrace her in a way that's going to hurt Mary even more. So what does he do? He's going to do it in private. He's going to do it in private. And oftentimes, our own disappointments in the face of our failed plans reveals our own character. It reveals what's going on inside of us. It's how you look at your own disappointment. And so... Joseph, not only does his, his initial plans fail at this point, he's now coming up with a second plan, a second plan. He's been thinking about it. He's been dreaming about what he's going to do in this situation, to do what's right. And it's in this moment. He's in the middle of probably grieving it. He's in the middle of, of these feelings of the plans are all falling apart. What am I going to do? And needless to say, it hurts. When plans fail, it stinks. It absolutely stinks. It hurts. And he's grieving it. And he's not just putting on a happy face before God. He knows it stinks. And God doesn't want us to just put on a happy face in the face of disappointment. But here is what happens to Joseph. When we keep reading in verse 20, it says, But after he had considered this, he considered this other plan of doing it quietly, an angel of the Lord appeared to him 
in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She'll give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. He'll save his people from their sins. So even in the face of disappointment, he's come up with a second plan that now is totally disrupted too. And yet, God offers him this this other plan to continue on with this path of marriage. And Joseph's faced with this dilemma. He can insist on his own plan of now doing it quietly, or he can now take up this third option. Will he insist on, on following his own plan, or will he allow God, will he make room in that moment for God to do something new? that he hadn't even imagined. Because when our plans fall apart, we can insist at times to keep doing what we want to do, right? And we force people away that love us, that are going to speak any truth into our own lives. We think oftentimes, God, I've been waiting long enough. I know what's right in this moment. I'm just going to do it. I'm an adult. Why do I need to listen anymore? I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of the planning around you, God. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what's best for me. I'm no longer going to keep listening because it just causes me more disappointment. I'm done with listening, God. And Joseph had that moment. He could have had that moment right there and said, I'm done. I'm done doing what you want, God. I'm going to do what's best for me in this situation. But he doesn't. Again, he... He allows his plan to be shaped by God. Joseph does what is right, and he doesn't let his own plans get in the way. He doesn't let his own plans get in the way here. Do we let our our own plans get in the way of following God? And so down in verse 22, it says, All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Joseph has an important work to do in this situation. God gave him a special command here at the end of the verse. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. To give him the name Jesus. The name of the Savior of the world. The name that is above all names. The name that even the demons tremble to. Joseph was going to give Jesus the name Jesus, right? And in this moment, the guy whose plans failed the first time, his plan B option wasn't good enough even. Joseph now was going to give a plan to name Jesus. So in those moments where 
your plans have failed and you haven't moved into a bowling alley and you're in a parking lot under a tent, know that there is still a greater plan for you. Because Joseph, who's planning to marry, to marry Mary, that's a tongue twister, uh, his plan B of silently divorcing her even failed. And God says, I've got something greater planned for you. You are going to name the Savior of the world. And those moments when it feels like your life is just disappointment after disappointment, know that God's plan isn't going to fail in this situation. It isn't going to fail. It's not going to fail ever. Our plans may disappoint us. Our plans may fail. They may fall apart. But God's plan is going to be consistent. And Joseph gets to play a part in it. Even if all those times he's failed and it's not gone the way he imagined. And so for you today, maybe you're the person whose plans have fallen apart. Maybe this Christmas you thought you were going to get that promotion at work and it's gone to someone else. Maybe you find yourself in a position you never thought you would be. Maybe you are going to spend this first Christmas alone because you're experiencing divorce right now. You never thought that would be you. Maybe your health isn't where you imagined it being. Maybe the relationships that you thought would would prosper and grow in 2022 haven't come to fruition. Know that those plans that feel like they have fallen apart, God still has a plan for you. God is still having has a purpose for your life right now and is still using you in mighty ways. Because if God can still do that through all of Joseph's disappointments to name the Savior of the world, God's going to do something special in your life as well. And so if you find yourself disappointed today and in need of hope and longing for the peace that comes with the birth of the Savior, I ask you to draw close, run to God, because it's there that you begin to learn and know God's plan for your life. And it's in relationship there that you can begin to ask God to carry you through this disappointment because God wants to be right there next to you right now. Are you making room for God to enter into your life this Christmas season? And so as we close out today, I want to remind you that we're going to face disappointments at each stop in our life. We're going to face disappointments But how are we to respond? Because that is going to reveal the character that's in our life. And God's plans will not fail in these circumstances. God's plans will not fail. And so as we continue the the Dark Street Shinings throughout this series, uh, would you join me in prayer? God, there are so many places in our life where we feel like failure, where things have just crumbled around us. God, you know the relationships in this room that are hurting. God, you know the circumstances of our, of our jobs and our careers that haven't shaped up like we've thought. God, you know the shame that we carry around right now with us. Help us to let go 
to know that your ways are better today. God, we thank you for the hope and the peace that comes in the Savior of the world, in Jesus. And we speak that name today over all those that are here and in this community, out in the streets, so that your love will shine brightly, will shine brighter than ever before today. God, we thank you for your love and grace. Jesus, we love you and we thank you for loving us. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen.